Welcome to Making Sense Out of Autism. I'm Pam Katouf. And I'm Pat Miller. And we are the co-founders of Beloved Bath, where we work with Beautiful Sense to make candles and soaps and other bath products. And we have a mission of meaningful employment for people with autism. And as autism moms, we try to make sense out of autism. So we thought that uh, being the start of May, we could talk a little bit about uh, the fact that last month was um, Autism Awareness Month and how it has changed over the years. We've been at this for a long time. Uh, Pat's son is 21 and Justin is turning 21 next week. And basically, I know, no, not next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, whatever. Three weeks. I don't know. He's sometime soon. I'm kidding. In early June, uh, we've been so busy here. So the days are blurring the days and nights and dates, but autism awareness month is very different from when we started. I think Justin was diagnosed at two. Yes. John, John was a little over two and a half. So in those 19 years, it's crazy. Yes. It's been been very different. I guess my experience when Justin was first diagnosed, I connected with a group of amazing moms from Maplewood and we wanted to educate people about autism because most people didn't even know what it was, which is so odd now because everybody knows what it is. And there were such limited resources at the time. And so, so much of it was word of mouth and meeting people and having people who had gone through the journey. Not that that is no longer true, but you think about the big centers of resources now, like New Jersey yeah, Autism. There's a needle in a haystack right. before trying autism, to find somebody. Autism Speaks, all of these were in non-existent when our boys were first diagnosed. And so there really were no available, easy resources. So what we did, and this is before Pat and I met because uh, Pat and I uh, reacquainted, we should say, because we met years before our kids were born, but before we became an autism mom, yeah, (laughs) team duo, Justin's first uh, autism awareness month, moms from Maplewood got together, we got puzzle ribbon, we tied little sayings onto lampposts. And put little placards in businesses that allowed us to. And it said things like uh, autism affects, I think it was one in 360 back then, or some big number. Big number for sure. (laughs) And not being able to speak doesn't mean you don't have any thoughts. And little statements like that. And then also, we talked about finding a cure. Yes. Yeah. Cure was big back then. I mean, if you followed the early intervention rules, if you had 40 hours of ABA in your house before age five, I mean, there were all these, you know, very specific measurable goals that if you followed, uh, you had a 50% chance of curing. You had the hope. You had the hope. And you could talk about curing back then. And that was something, there was an organization called Cure Autism Now, CAN. And that was subsequently taken over by Autism Speaks. A lot of the smaller organizations were folded into that. But that was the mindset back then. 
that we wanted to recover our kids. That was another big word, recover recover your child from Mm -hmm. autism. And I'm not sure. I mean, most people back then, I'm not sure how popular it is now, but one of the first manuals you're given as a parent is you need to read, let me hear your voice. And it was all about, it's um, an ABA book, an ABA book, Catherine Catherine Maurice Maurice is the author. And it is um, about two kids, not one in the same family that were recovered and cured of autism, meaning they were able to transition back into the regular school system and into the community and not be seen as having autism any longer. Those symptoms had been, you know, they disappeared and those children were recovered. And it was a book about hope. It was a book that most of us like clung to as the Bible as well. If we all did this, maybe our kids can, you know, be cured from autism. And so, and there were other things too, that I think back in the day, a lot of people did, there was sound therapy, all sorts of, quote unquote treatments, but that was the goal. That was how parents looked at autism and talked about autism. Also with the definition of autism, it was different back then. The DSM Mm four, I think Mm -hmm. autism was separate from Asperger's and now it's all been folded into one. And I think with that, the feelings about autism have very much changed. So autism awareness month, it was really to make people aware and hopefully get funding so that you could do research and progress forward and educate great change for your child. But now that everything is lumped in together and it is one diagnosis, autism spectrum disorder, there are a lot of people who have Asperger's or learning differences or milder differences than our kids. And the whole shift has been not from awareness to acceptance, accept me the way that I am, which is all fine if people can explain what they're looking for and what they're hoping for. And we absolutely support everybody who believes that they're fine the way they are, because really, who, who is to say that somebody's not absolutely perfect the way that they are? But for us as parents of children with profound autism, our kids basically do not have language, have behavior issues, and their lives are very restricted. We still want, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the word cure anymore, but I want progress made so that my child at some point in his life can be a self-advocate, just like the people who are advocating for the acceptance and I always say the happiest day of my life is if Justin could tell me, leave me alone. I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. Yes. And I think, you know, for parents like us who have that profound side of autism, you know, we need to continue to have that hope and, and to see that progress and to you know work with our kids. But, you know, one of the biggest differences, I think, is if, you know, you're posed the question and we see this question a lot in the autism circles, like, you know, if you could take autism away, would you? I mean, my response is absolutely. If I could have, you know, uh, a young adult now who doesn't have the struggles that he has 
was and make it better and easier for him to live his life, I absolutely would wave that magic wand. And, you know, there's often lots of controversy over that. And, and again, it's, it goes back to understanding the differences and how people spectrum, are affected right. differently on the spectrum. And so, you know, it's no right or wrong or good or bad. And it's unfortunate that sometimes it splits this community because it really shouldn't. It's really just about awareness and education and understanding. And we really do hope that everybody can lead their fullest, most self-determined life. I mean, that is my hope for Justin, that he will have self-determination and be able to yes. have a full life. But yes. at this point, yeah. and happiness, happy. I mean, I think, you know, one of the things that, you know, is the common goal here, no matter where you are on the spectrum and how, you know, life is, is treating you is that you find a way to be happy and, and depending on your skill sets and your opportunities and, you know, really your self-determination and your support that has a lot to do with your happiness. And so, you know, the ultimate goal, I think of every mother is that, you know, your child lives a happy life regardless Absolutely what their struggles are. So, you know, just because you're on the higher part of the spectrum, it doesn't necessarily lead to happier outcomes. And so that's important to understand too. The struggles are different, but they're still struggles. Struggles, Absolutely. Something that's been really interesting to us in the last few months is the puzzle piece was the iconic symbol for autism pretty much a blue puzzle piece, which I think had to do with um, autism speaks, Speaks. Mm -hmm. the color being blue. blue. Mm -hmm. But the idea behind the puzzle was what causes it? It's a mystery. Everyone's different. Yeah, Everyone's no two, yeah. No two puzzle pieces are alike, and, and they fit know. together right. to make a whole person. Mm-hmm. So we had some products that were puzzle piece products, and we work with somebody who helps us with um, some of our marketing. And we did a mask giveaway. She makes beautiful children's clothing and she made some masks and we did a poll and put up different fabrics. And one of the choices was a puzzle piece. On the the mask. On the mask, some puzzle pieces. It was just a pattern. And the others were infinity signs, which have more or less taken over. And I found it shocking how people, some people were really enraged by the puzzle piece. Yeah. yeah. We got a lot of negative comments about the puzzle piece. And again, it's just what we sort of grew up with as being the symbol for autism awareness. And so, um, you know, understanding why the switch is there is, is part of it. But again, you know, um, looking back at, you know, our intents were never to um, upset anyone in the community. Right. And, and, and so, you know, going back to trying to, you know, keep this community unified and to understand that whatever the symbol is, it's just a symbol, you know, and that, you know, really the goodness and the understanding and the, you know, the, the, the goal behind a business like ours is to provide meaningful work opportunities to every level of the spectrum. And it's my understanding that people are working now to uh, unfold the the different uh, levels of autism and have a separate diagnosis in the DSM for profound autism because that really is something 
that is quite different. It requires different supports. And, and it affects all sorts of things, such as funding, as, you know, regulations. And, and, and you know, and, and in some aspects, it should be different. I mean, it's been lumped together because there is just so little known and there's so much more research that has to be done. The great news is there's been a lot more than there was 20 years ago, but there's still so much more that needs to happen and, and unfold. And so um, we do not think that's a bad idea because then you can have separate, you can have separate followings, but you also have separate supports and you have separate funding for research, which is really Absolutely. important. Right. Because people who have more skills and can discuss how autism impacts them, definitely needs something very different, different than sure. our kids who have behavior issues or a lack of communication. So it, it might just be the answer for the community in terms of supporting each other, but recognizing the differences. When the DSM folded everything into one, I remember a friend said, "It's this is a catastrophe. And I didn't understand what the problem was because Justin was young at the time, and now I really see it. It's so important for ad advocacy, for research, to be able to hit everything and not just be laser-like focused on certain aspects. And the people who can come to the table and advocate for themselves, I think generally get um, a higher share of what, yeah. of what and they're they looking have, for. And they have more visibility and they have, you know, ability to advocate for themselves. And unfortunately, those who don't have families that are very stressed and unable to cope with the day to day, let alone have a voice in those really important circles. And so, um, you know, we do hope that perhaps that might be an answer to help all, all those afflicted with autism. Absolutely. So it's, it's just interesting how in 19 or so short years, it's almost like a full circle. Mm -hmm. And it'll be interesting to see how things pan out with the diagnosis, with grouping everything together with the DSM and the future. Yes. For everybody. Not really sure how that's going to no, go. But but. <laughs> again, we remain hopeful and optimistic. And so, you know, we just keep learning from every stage of, you know, our journey. And for us, it's really important that Beloved Bath embraces people on all levels of the spectrum. And we say that all the time, that we have people here who can drive themselves. We have people who live locally and walk. And we have people who come with a support person, a job coach, a, a teacher, teacher. Mm -hmm. all of these different things. And it's our hope that one day the world will be accepting of everybody on the spectrum and make room for them in terms of employment and, and provide those opportunities for them. Mm -hmm. Employment, recreation, community, just every Everything. aspect. Yep. So we're really excited to have launched the Beloved Bath Charitable Foundation. And that really grew out of a lot of parents families, schools reaching out to us and wanting to know how they could either set up a business or employ people with autism or help people integrate into the community. And we thought it would be a really great idea to focus on that separate from Beloved Bath 
and we launched the Beloved Beth Charitable Foundation during Autism Awareness Month, and we are really excited about that. And for our next podcast, we will fill you in on the foundation and what we've done thus far and what our plans are and what you can do to help it. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're very excited about that. You can look it up online, actually, belovedbathcharitablefoundation.org and check it out. We've launched the website. It's in its infancy, but there it is. And we're really happy about it and feeling positive and optimistic. And even though there are a lot of challenges having children with profound autism, we always want to look at our glass as certainly half full and launching this foundation has really energized us because we think that we can broaden the impact of what we're doing with Beloved Bath and reach more people. Yeah. And part of that mission is to provide educational seminars and social events. And so, you know, be on the lookout for those. Because, yeah, sign up because yes, we're going to start to do those. Yes. To send things out. So, so we're very excited about it and hope you will continue to follow and join and support us. So in celebration of the launch, we are having a special 25% off your next purchase for our podcast listeners. So if you are interested in that, email pat at belovedbath.com and she will send you the special coupon code so that you can have 25% off your next order. And we hope you take advantage of that. And that's only for our podcast listeners. And we thank you for your ongoing support. Have a good one. Thank you.